Chapter Three of Tell Us Another by Winfred Hurst, S.D.S. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Florence's Christmas. Yes, there's happiness in goodness if there's happiness anywhere. Within the hidden sweetness of a good deed, there lurks a joy, not indeed of earth, but of heaven. God, infinitely good, is also infinitely happy. Oh, for an unceasing round of little deeds of kindness and little words of love. All this Flora Simmon experienced of a beautiful Christmas morning. Merry Christmas was on the lips of all. The densely filled cars bore it along, and hurrying crowds scattered it with profuse cheerfulness. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas! Florence stood at the parlor window of her neat little home on Hancock Street and gazed upon the scene of yuletide merriment. She was all dressed and ready for church. St. John's was only six blocks away. How very happy she seemed to be! Surely it was because of Mass, Communion, and the Crib. For what is like a Christmas Mass? What like Christmas Communion with its blissful Thanksgiving before the omnipotent babe of the Crib? Or were her thoughts happily occupied with Christmas gifts, with sweets and goodies all encircling a fragrant tree? Oh, no! In years gone by, they, too, had seemingly helped to make her joy more full. But to-day Florence had neither gifts nor tree. She had them not because she loved Christ's poor. Mother, she had said three days before, Sister Mary told us to-day of Jesus' poor, of those little ones who will have naught for Christmas. Many, she said, will have a lone and dreary Christmas, no presents, no sweets, no Christmas dinner, not even Christmas joys. To give to such as these, she told us, would be to place a gift into the very hands of the smiling Christ-child. Mother, dear, please, oh, please, pack all my gifts, my sweets, away. Distribute them among the poor mothers of Harcott's Lane. The boys and girls, you know, are all awaiting the Christ-child's coming. How happy they will then be, how bitterly disappointed otherwise. Mother, I want nothing. I want only Jesus and his love. I want to give something to Jesus. Come now, mother, won't you, dear? How very pleased her mother had been. But Florence, would you really like it? Would you be truly happy? Oh, yes, she had answered. I cannot otherwise be happy. In the crib little Jesus stretches out his baby hands to me. Can I say no to him? Oh, I cannot. I may not nor do I wish to do so. Never fear. I'll be happy, mother. I'll get more than the whole world with all its holy Christmas joys. Jesus and Holy Communion. And so it was Christmas morning, and Florence was without the usual books and parcels and goodies, without a Christmas tree. It seemed strange indeed, yet still more strange was the peculiarly happy sensation which gently thrilled her through and through. She was more light-hearted and cheery than she had ever been before. T'was happiness and goodness, only this she knew. And in St. John's the Mass was, oh, so wonderful. Father Hubert's voice trembled with holy emotion at the angelic Gloria and Excelsis Deo. How the organ pealed an accompaniment to a mighty volume of stirring song. And then her communion. Never had it been so full of rapturous sweetness. Never had Jesus spoken so tenderly to her loving heart. He seemed to come to her as a little child, to kiss her with soft baby lips, 
to cling to her confidingly with his tiny arms. After Mass, she knelt long and devoutly before the crib, almost hidden, as it was, in a miniature evergreen grove. Her heart was well-nigh bursting with gratitude. "'My infant Saviour, sweetest, gentlest Jesus,' she whispered softly, "'I've never been so happy before. Oh, how can I ever thank you, dear Christ-child? I have all my Christmas gifts in you.' Still a-burning with love and full of happiness, found in goodness, Florence returned home about thirty minutes later. What was her surprise to find nearly all the boys and girls of Harcott's Lane awaiting her? Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Again and again, amid the ring of joyous laughter, the hearty greetings were exchanged. A Christmas tree all ablaze with lights and a glimmer with tinsel stood in the center of the parlor. Rudy apples and yellow oranges glowed among the odorous branches of green. And what a heap of bags and bundles, of books and games, and what not there was at the bottom. Florence was amazed. She looked at the smiling faces of her happy young friends, knowing not whether to laugh or to cry, to cry out of sheer joy. But just then her mother and Uncle John entered the room, wealthy Uncle John, the Broadway banker. He smiled at Florence's surprise and bewilderment. Then turning to her mother, he said, Tell her all about it, Mary. My dearest Florence, said her mother, and she accompanied these words with a kiss. On Christmas Eve I told Uncle John of your wish to give all your gifts to the children of Harcott's Lane. Now you know, Uncle John loves both the poor and the lovers of the poor, so he played the part of the bountiful Christ child in their regard. He made this Christmas one which will ever be remembered by your young friends here as the very happiest of their lives. Yes, he simply heaped the choicest of gifts, and the most useful of presents upon them. More than this, he bade them bring this beautiful tree and all these pretty things to you. Now, dressed in their best, they have come to make your Christmas the happiest of the happy, the merriest of the merry. Florence, dear, there's truly happiness and goodness, isn't there? So, my dear children, she added, addressing the shining faces round her, laugh and chat and sing and feast all day long. Now for a Christmas breakfast, then for a Christmas dinner. Peace on earth to men of good will, peace and joy. You see, Florence, said Uncle John, with one of his big, hearty smiles, the child Jesus has already given back all that you gave him, hasn't he? Oh, a thousand times more, murmured Florence. She was thinking of the joy of giving. Wasn't it greater than the joy of receiving, although that, too, was very great? End of chapter 3